0: I'm watching the video. Have you seen the, the, the Malaga fans pretending like a new signing? Yes.
1: I I, yes. Tried, I thought about like what would happen if I went in, and I absolutely would have joined in.
0: <laughs> I, absolutely. I I, I saw that, like a, a group of dudes just randomly getting hyped about some <laughs> Oh
1: this I'm sorry, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I'm not I got blisters on my fingers! Hey, this is sad boys blisters. I'm Jiggly.
0: Uh, I am still so odd none to be fair.
1: Do you know what that reference is?
0: uh you probably don't but that happened so much on my work trip recently where someone would make a reference like you get this i'm like no i don't i don't understand any references
1: uh i i mean you probably wouldn't get it because this is a very this is this is a it's a beatles reference so it's like a very specific thing like i grew up with with it around me because my mom's massive Beatles fan uh at the end of the song helter skelter uh Ringo shouts out because this is like the hundredth take that they've done because John wanted to get it just right at the end of that take Ringo just screams out I've got blisters on my fingers
0: that sounds like the quintessential Beatles story to be fair <laughs> yeah Ringo acting up you got <laughs>
1: no, no no Ringo doesn't normally act up it's just it's everybody else acting up and then Ringo gets hit with
0: all the pain <laughs>
1: Yeah. Ringo has to deal with everything.
0: John Lennon's kind of being an ass sometimes. Paul is, you know, off somewhere trying to make money. Paul is dead at this point, actually, because the, the famous conspiracy theory. And then there's George. I gun to my head. You could give me like a week to learn that dude's name, and I'm never going to remember it. What, George Harrison? Hey, hey, no idea. No, I'll George, never know the George fourth.
1: is actually like a lot of people's favorite.
0: Fair enough. Like, I don't, I don't doubt that. But uh, if you asked me this every week to name the four Beatles, I would forget him every single time. Unfortunately, I
1: think, unfortunately, I'm pretty sure uh, John and Paul tried to make people forget him (laughs) because the the way that the way that the writing system worked for them was that, you know, everything was like anything that John or Paul wrote, they essentially had written together. So like, you know, that's where the royalties went split between John and Paul and, you know, Ringo wasn't very good at his songwriting. He just sat there behind the drums and he he did his job. And then there's he, George, who did his own music and was actually really, really good. And then, but he was just kind of like pushed off to the side when he was with the Beatles. Uh, because it was, you know, John and Paul's thing to do all the stuff. So, yeah, once he got out of that, like, he started doing some really weird stuff and really fun stuff. And also um, was friends with Eric Idle from Monty Python, and so he showed up in that stuff a lot,
0: too. Nice. So was he just, like, a a backup singer, backup guitarist, or was he just kind of... No, well, yeah, he was...
1: um, I'm pretty sure he must have been... Paul was bass. I don't know who was rhythm or lead between John and George. I don't know who who it was, but I know it was, like, split between them. John John
0: was probably lead.
1: Well, I mean, there's a difference between, like, being... you know the difference between lead and rhythm, right?
0: Did <laughs> you know the answer? Fantastic. You know the answer to that question.
1: R- Cuz rhythm is just like the chords. That's what I do. I cannot play lead because I can't like really make something happen on the guitar. Lead, you make something happen. You start playing melody. Hmm. So yeah. I, and I don't know co- who is which.
0: And then your colonel showed up and it all became chaos and just started yelling. <laughs>
1: Hey, that, was, again, that was her uh, her contribution.
0: I've got no. I, I can't have beautiful Yoko Ono because she features on a bleacher song and is pretty good in it. Yes,
1: yes. Well, I mean that's that's what she did on Beatles songs. So like, imagine that. But it's Beatles, and so it doesn't quite
0: fit the vibe. <laughs> and then, uh, as like the famous video of Lennon and the black guitarist, I can't remember the name of right now. Where they're they you you know what I'm talking about? If I can remember the black dude's name. But him and John start like singing and playing guitar and like grooving. It sounded really good. And then Yoko Ono just like grabs a mic next to her and walks up to it, and just starts screaming and like goes, ah, yeah. like man. Yeah, that, that, that was her art. Well, I um, remember the name of that guy before this episode was over. Probably not, but you I know. was going to say
1: Chuck Berry, but like, no, Chuck Berry is before them. If it was, if, it was, nah, if involved it was Yoko, then it would definitely been later because well, a- the Beatles were heavily influenced by Chuck Berry. So it's like, well, if they showed up and they did that with them.
0: Chuck Berry was great for the Pacers in, in that generation, too. Just sounds like the name of a hooper. All right. Um, You're thinking of
1: Eric Berry, the, uh, the safety for the
0: Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, my God. That's the dude that got cancer, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, jeez. I think that's, that's the dude that oh, didn't got he cancer. Come back? Yeah, I he did come back. back. Yeah. And then I think they cut him for some reason, which was weird. That was, a, that was a whole thing, too. I think he was also Muslim. Maybe there was another chief safety that was Muslim. Maybe another one. Anyway. Uh, I had my first work trip this past weekend. Uh, Jiggly, uh, when you get job and they ask you if you want to go on work trip, say no, or at the very least, figure out what the hell the trip is ahead of time. I I landed in in Philadelphia at about noon after flying in and being up at six a.m. or I woke up at five a.m. Actually, got to Philly about noon, and then immediately had to get to work. Effectively, like you know when people move and you have all the stuff in the van, you have to unbox it, figure out what you have, pack it, like put it, like build it, whatever. That's what I had to do pretty much. And set up a a stand at a soccer tournament. Friday was like 14 more plus hours. Saturday was 12 plus hours. Sunday was chill at least. Well, it was, it was still like at least eight hours, but I just kept working during that trip. And I I barely got to enjoy anything in like the hotel, which, which sucked. But I mean, the event itself wasn't bad. I like, you, you know, vendor at like a, uh, like a Lollapalooza, like at a public event. I was pretty much a vendor for Adidas at a youth soccer tournament. And that wasn't bad, but everything else was. And I am tired. Even though it's been a, a full day since I got back. So in case this episode's a little shorter, there's your contacts, everyone. That is, that is, Adnan.
1: Uh, uh, for me, uh,
0: I, I well, okay, my this dad- This is even your notes,
1: yeah. My dad oh, insisted on me mentioning this to you. Uh, oh, okay. Dick's, uh, Dick's Sporting Goods stock has tanked since Adnan has left. Uh, their earnings were down, and so their stock immediately went down twenty five percent this morning. This morning, <laughs> yeah, this morning it went wow. like, straight down twenty five percent.
0: Because like that's that's a much different to a correlation to me. To be fair, because I, I dipped a while ago, but yeah, that well, is. I mean,
1: well, they reported their earnings, and they were low. So oh, because they quarter, reported okay, low sorry. Earnings,
0: boom. I almost just looked up dicks on Twitter. That I, I need to clarify sporting goods. Need to make sure I do that first. Let's just, uh, let's just look
1: up the stock right now. Yep, it's on the day. It is. D- oh, it's now. It's down uh, thirty-four uh, percent.
0: I'm not seeing today. anything when I look up dicks. Oh, 34 points, twenty-three
1: percent. Okay, so it went back up slightly.
0: Uh, do you see a tweet about this? I don't want, no don't know one's tweeting about it. No, no it's not.
1: It's not that it's a tweet. It's that my dad watches CNBC all the time, so it's oh, on there. Oh, jeez, man. <laughs> Yeah, the the stock absolutely tanked this morning because <laughs> they put out their earnings report.
0: Man, oh, I have a Slack notification. Let's see who it's by. Oh, never mind. That's it's relevant information. Um, damn. Because I mean, I'm still closely tied to Dick's Sporting Goods. So, and yeah, when was this? When, so the like, was it the second quarter report? Earnings? It wasn't.
1: It wasn't a quarterly report. It was. Uh, I think it was I think it might have been a monthly report or something. Because it just Dumb. says that they missed they miss their uh, their projection.
0: Because yeah, a lot I'm still very closely tied to Dick Sporting Goods because my job involves working with them. So I kind of need them to have decent business so I don't get fired from <laughs> from, from from this job, which I, I do enjoy. I, I still am annoyed about how they, they scam me into making me work Sundays after I got hired, but you know, that's a it's a trade off at least. I, I will find my n- uh, nine to five. Uh, you know the episode SpongeBob when he comes very normal. Yes, I will find my normal nine to five one day, and then I will, I will see out my time there. I'm I'm mean, I'm gonna have to start looking into uh,
1: stuff for like online work at home stuff. I found out about a few like good sites for outside of like Indeed or whatever. I need to start like at this point. I can't just do something that's around because like, this long-term hiring process is stupid. So I'm just going to try to throw Hail Marys and hope that that works.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you aren't are you close to the train station? Yeah. Or is that a walk? Okay, so if you, if you can find a place at least that's close to a train station, that shouldn't kill you. Because yeah. obviously the no-car thing. But again, you you will be surprised on how many things exist and where you might end up. Because then again... Would would I ever expect to be a quote unquote AD, the soccer specialist, after graduating college with a journalism degree? I would not. But you know, that's how life is, and that's how the life segment ends, right? Yeah, um, pretty, pretty sure. Football, it is. the actual football news: Jonathan Taylor apparently a trade has been approved, uh, but for some reason, the headline is that the Colts are allowing him to explore a trade. That's not how trades work. You don't. The guy doesn't do the trade. Well, actually,
1: so if you've played Football Manager, you know that you can put a person on the transfer list and nobody comes after them, and you have to tell them, please go to other teams and tell them you want to leave. Oh, that's amazing.
0: (laughs) That's, I did not know, because the defense just whack on transfer list and hope for the best.
1: I'm pretty sure in this scenario, it wasn't that nobody wanted him. It's that the cults are just like, okay, fine. You can talk to people, but we might not like it.
0: You have to figure out who can actually like put a package together for you. Yes. Which is the fun duality of man because it's everyone saying how that you don't pay the running back, but then every running back trade involves a first round pick. (laughs) Because they have value now. Um hopefully they lost
1: value.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Hopefully just not the bills. Because that's what some like that's what I've heard on ESPN. Not like a report that they're gonna get him, but like you know, the, the question's like, who, who should go after him? And it was like the Cowboys, the Bills, maybe even the Ravens. If the Bills get him, the Bills are back to being the clear number one team in that division. But if they don't get him, we're chilling. And actually, other NFL news real quick. Um, You, you know, the Lizzo song and her new man on the Minnesota Vikings. I didn't see confirmation on this. I just saw a single Did tweet. Did you see what's with Lizzo, Litter- though? Oh, well, I know the whole of the Lizzo thing. Yeah. I'm not looking Lizzo. <laughs> But what I'm saying is she apparently revealed that, that man in question was Dalvin Cook, who is now the New York Jets running back. So there's there's a, a fun fact for you. And then for uh, non-real-life football stuff, I started my Cardinals franchise yesterday, got one preseason game in. They did bring the drills back, which is nice. You remember the drills from the old Madden games? Yeah. Yeah, so those are actually back, and you can utilize them in franchise, you know, boost players and stuff like that, which is fun. I like that. Um, I did not realize Kyler Murray had already ex- signed his big boy extension with the Cardinals. So I now have him for six years. Um, he's only like 80 rated. Want him? I don't know what I'm going to do with Kyler Murray, but I don't know if I can trade him because who the hell going to take that contract for me? So that I have to figure out, you know, I attempted, I,
1: I, I will say, uh, I attempted to make the trade that the bears made with the first overall pick. And, uh, no, and it did. The Texans didn't want. No, it wasn't the Texans. It was uh, Panthers. Panthers. The Panthers didn't want that trade.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's. I know that there's always been some like qualms about the Madden trade system. I know when I did a franchise last year, or I tried to do one, I got nothing for the first pick, but I also messed it up. And I think I only traded it away on draft day because I didn't realize how that's how trades worked. Um, I have Buda Baker. Bit. You know, I assume you know Buddha Baker. He's, he's like the highest yeah. player on the team. I'm probably going to trade him at some point for some, for some picks because I do not need a 90-rate free safety right now because I'm going to suck anyway. So I might as well get some stuff for him and then build from there. I'm, I'm playing looking- a 3-4 defense, oddly enough, which is fun. And I'm playing the spread offense because Kyler Murray's fast, which is nice. I might actually like Kyler Murray. But yeah, and then I also threw, I think, four interceptions with Colt McCoy uh, for the rest of the game in preseason because Murray came out in the first quarter fun more but Vince Lombardi fact uh he, he
1: you know you know how Vince Lombardi died right no he uh he had uh, colon cancer oh. and uh the thing is that he was sitting in the ho- he was in the hospital like he had just he only like i think barely a year prior he was coaching uh Washington and uh he was in the hospital and like one of the coach that had like taken over for him just came in to see him and he's sitting in there He is on his deathbed and he's just there talking about like, you know, AFL, we're doing this merger. The AFL uses a lot of uh, a lot of three, four defensive schemes. So here's what you want. Mm. (laughs) That's the only thing I can think of when I think of three, fours now is like Vince Lombardi dying, talking about a three, four scheme. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> He's like, hold up! Before I freaking die, let me get this point out here real quick. <laughs> we got
1: to talk no, about not... how to attack a three-four defense. <laughs>
0: imagine, imagine being on a deathbed and thinking, um, oh, man, I gotta, I gotta pick my conversations uh, carefully because I don't want to." Imagine you talking about something that bores you, but you can't like say anything about it, and then you just die. No, and, like your last sa- conversations about like taxes or the, the weather.
1: No, that sounds like me where my last conversation, the, the last conversation would be me once again, annoying someone talking about something with anime.
0: <laughs> no, what like, would happen is I, I would like if if it was me and you I was like speaking, we would be talking and then like you would say a sentence and then a die. And I'd be like, ah, well, there goes Jiggly. And then you would wake back up and go, oh, wait a second. One last thing. I'd be yes. like, what the hell, man? <laughs> what the what the hell that's that's that's
1: what everyone that's what everyone misses when I'm uh when when we do the episode is like you know we I turn off the recording and then we're talking and then just like everyone's like it's like okay we're all we're gonna leave and then oh wait I got this
0: (laughs) you average in a non-toxic way you you average three of those per recording so one last thing and just imagine the doctor he's done this 20 times now I don't understand how (laughs) He's got Everybody's twenty different. Watching. He's got twenty different time of deaths, and everyone's like, "Ah, oh, no, you can't leave, or else he's going to proper die." I'm like, "But I want to go home." No, I want to go home. Already. I've got, it's 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 my fifth season of my cardinal save. I need to. <laughs> I, I need. I'm gonna still be asked somehow.
1: Uh, I uh, my, I am about halfway through my uh my long term my long form whatever long clock uh fantasy draft and i've realized i have three different uh philly players that will be starters and i feel like that should be concerning
0: at some (laughs) point yes
1: because i got a.j brown well i mean they're all in different positions this is a.j brown deandre swift and dallas Godert.
0: yeah i mean the bye week's gonna be paying your ass but you know just yeah but i mean i'll still have lamar
1: jackson that week so
0: I think I did that last year where I picked. I think I just picked one week to have all my buys in. I think like my week ten team I had nothing. But then oh that no! Saved yeah, me week ten is year. gonna
1: be bad with uh, with those three out, and then also like, well, I mean, I will still have Lamar Jackson, Debo Samuel, Derrick Henry. Bad. I, got, I don't know how I got Mike Evans in the seventh round. That's but not, not a, a bad PPR deal. league. This is a PPR league.
0: Yeah, and I mean, because Baker's going to be ass, so he's just going to panic and throw it to Mike Evans all the time. Yeah. I've got mine on Sunday, but I think it's like a 10 team league, which is bigger than I'm expecting. So I'm going to end up with like Quandale Dingle in like the fifth round, who is not a real player. And I don't I'm, know. This, is, what, a that's what this is a 12 team league.
1: This is a 12 team league.
0: One day I'm going to be in a 32 team league. One day. One day
1: um, people will listen to me
0: oh jeez okay
1: <laughs> you're um, that one? that's the name of an episode
0: <laughs> uh, no but I was watching a, I was watching a, a YouTube like 40 minute episode, or, uh, video on like an old Spongebob game and at the very start was the, the clip of the we're, innocent, we're just innocent men TV show I'm like oh I recognize that dude it was the exact scene too where like the woman's trying not to laugh because he's just going we're just innocent men
1: normal men just innocent
0: men. Um, <laughs> Europe, I'm not going to lie to you, I didn't watch a single European game. I, I watched one European game actually in full, and it was the two-period space Bundesliga game between Hamburg and Hertha Berlin. I watched it on replay. But other than that, I missed everything because of work. I watched so a bit of the Bremen game. Oh, nice. I tried to like have the audio playing while I was working, but it just did not work out because I was building freaking benches. And now I'm going to drink some water for a second.
1: That sounds like a really interesting thing to be doing. That It sounds like a fun time.
0: I had mac and cheese with like orange chicken, but like, like darker orange water. chicken.
1: No, I, no, I I'm, 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 water. Explaining,
0: I'm explaining why I'm thirsty because I had mac and cheese with um orange chicken, but it was like a dark orange chicken. Like the sauce was a bit darker colored. It was, it was, it was all right. It's pretty good. It looked amazing and it tastes really good at the start. I think I just ate too much and I wasn't really hungry at the end, but I'm like, I might as well finish it. So it was still good. But man, those first few bites were freaking amazing. I haven't Um, had lunch yet, man. You know what? I will say one day you got to try or at least tell your mom to make mac and cheese, right? With a meat that's like cut up. So like ground beef or like cut up chicken. And then you cut up some tomato and some lettuce and you put that thing in there and you mix it around. If you use like beef, it tastes like a cheeseburger and it's amazing.
1: Well, my mom doesn't eat beef, so we're not getting that. (laughs) Well, some some meat then. I don't if think do, it would I don't think it would work with chicken. I'm just thinking about that. I, I ate it with chicken, it works. It really? it worked
0: fantastically. It was so good. It was it was just fancier mac and cheese. And like people have, have doubted me on this. And I just yelled them to try it because that's the only way you know, but it was really good. Um yeah, Brayman Brayman lost to Byron. That was expected. It was practically 2-0. Byron scored right at the beginning and then like the 75th minute. It was actually 4-0 at the end, but Byron did add oh, two of those goals in injury time when, you know, Brayman are just sending dudes up. That Harry Kane guy's pretty good. I think we forget how good he genuinely is because he's been playing at Tottenham. But, like, the fact that he was a golden boot contender with Tottenham, and he'd actually won it twice. I can't like, wait for Byron to not win. There's in, As funny as that would be, there is no way they don't There now. is, Yeah because he is he he is so good harry kane and it, it's actually a shame when you think about how much of his career is wasted at tottenham so as long as they can like figure out the team cannot, around him
1: i'm going to say be honest i haven't seen a picture of him in a bayern kit and i cannot like mentally like comprehend that so I'm going yes. to look at it now
0: well what's weird is that he's not going to be in a traditional Bayern jersey because their home jersey is white this year which is weird
1: yeah and that's a black jersey so it does yep. look like he's still with
0: Tottenham just with a different logo yeah <laughs> it was weird seeing him at, at Bremen Stadium that that I will say I'm like oh I'm watching Harry Kane celebrating Bremen Stadium That I <laughs> never would have thought I'd see the day um so he scored twice it's not the end of the world for Bremen. What sucks, too, is their next game is against another good team and they're away to Freiburg. So they technically might start the season with three losses, which, you know, would usually lead to a bit of panic. But I think it might just be a matter of circumstance. Let me look up who their game after that is. Hopefully it's not. Oh, I'm my not God. It's home, to, it's home to Mainz, which is tricky. See, that's going to be when you get to panic stations. Well, not even like panic panic stations, but it's to like, uh-oh. And then they go away to Heidenheim, which is funny. Do you know who's first place in the Bundesliga real quick, Jiggly? Stuttgart. VFB Stuttgart. Yes, they pummeled down <laughs> Bochum. Um, that was the only real uh, marquee result. Um, As- Leverkusen beat Leipzig, which is cool. Yeah, that, that, that was a game that happened. Um,
1: Let's talk about how Manchester United are incredibly problematic and deeply problematic.
0: I've got to find the freaking <laughs> fo- soccer grid game I played the other day, actually. Oh my, because I, I found it. Like, I'd been looking for a soccer grid that shows the percentages of guesses, and I found it, and now I have no idea where it is. I will set this up and then I will let you talk while I try to find this thing, by the way. Um, so, man, you, well, we'll start with the, the Greenwood stuff. The good news is that they, that's oh, the wrong grid. I don't want that one. Why has it got Brighton Hovalevy and an Ivory Coast? No one's going to know that. Anyway. They uh, announced that Mason Greenwood would, would be, I think the term is that spending his future away from the club, which effectively means that he will be being he will be sold to, uh, to somewhere. No, no, no. What, what was the first thing that happened? They the first said thing they, happened were him that, him they were bringing him back. Well, they didn't
1: say themselves. We didn't, we didn't talk about back. this last week. This was They're, the oh, news what, last week. We didn't talk about
0: it. Oh. Did I swear? Did that happen after we recorded? Then no. Um, anyway, before. so yeah, news broke that from like the athletic that um, Manu planned on bringing Mason Greenwood back. And then Manu released a statement saying, We have not made a decision. But it was also a, a weirdly worded thing, which I'll get to in a second. We get to yesterday, I believe, and there comes a report that. Um, that they will be moving on from him, aka selling him. I guess if you can get a transfer fee for him, um, so that in itself was good. I was worried as a, as a fan because I was thinking to myself, like, all right, if this guy comes back and he gets like reintegrated into the team, I cannot support that team anymore, which would be a shame to a, have to not you support Menu for a second time. You know,
1: there was a massive petition from uh, from women, uh, you know, fans of the uh, of uh, United
0: that did not want Greenwood back. <laughs> That was the bad thing too, where Manu, there was a report that Manu was going to consult the women's team, and everyone's like, "What the hell do you mean consult the women's team?" Hey, and <laughs> you want this rape? I I do have to confirm. I still cannot remember if he was fo- like fully, in fact, was a rapist. I just I know for sure, definitely attempted. abuser, abuser, yes, definitely at the very abuser, least. Definitely, definitely abuser, definitely attempted. I don't know if we ever had proof that it actually happened, but obviously still horrific. And the the worst thing about the case. Is that because, like, we talk about this in, in sports and real life the ability to kind of what's the word used when people go to prison? It's not like how Europeans view prison, it's like rehabilitation. Yeah, what's the term? Do you know? Do you know what I'm talking about? Because, like, obviously, yeah, terrible thing, right? Yeah, yeah. There, there, I think there's a different term I'm, I'm looking for, but I can't figure it out right now. It's like with Michael Vick, Michael Vick did a terrible thing, but at least, like, once he goes to jail, comes back, everyone's like, all right, it's like rehabilitation. Like, he obviously I mean, also, made a terrible mistake. He-
1: And also, like, he he, uh, consistently, like, joined with the Humane Society. PETA still hates him, but that's because PETA is trash. Uh, But, like, you know, works with the Humane Society, helps uh, pass laws about, uh, you know, kids being able to at least even, like, see a dogfight happen. And, like, yeah, he's done wonderful things since getting out of prison. I would like everyone to remember that and not keep vilifying
0: him. (laughs) Yeah, because that's the thing with, like, prison. Like, someone does something terrible, obviously that happened. But when they come out, like... There needs to be, it's hard to explain, but like forgiveness happens eventually when the person makes the right strides and like to show that they've improved. The the, the really awful thing about this case- There's a difference
1: between a person forgiving uh, someone and society
0: forgiving someone. something along those lines. But what the point I make is the really awful thing about this situation is it doesn't look like there's any road back for Greenwood himself in this case because effectively what everyone believes happened is that she went public with the accusations and then the first thing that happened almost was that her father started defending Greenwood, which was a horrific sign. And then ultimately she ended up getting back with Greenwood, which, you know, all the well uh, victim blamers would be like, Oh, see, she was just made but it's just a case of Stockholm syndrome and everyone really believes that like her family is forced to go Stockholm, back.
1: Him. Yeah, not even Stockholm syndrome. I think that yeah. might be a family thing that might be like yeah, forcing, or, like
0: don't or, don't hurt this young man's life uh, yeah. career. Or, or, or the fact of, hey, this man can make so much money for us, he can help our lives, just stick with him." And so that's awful. But what sucks is that she, since that happened, she was probably forced to, but at she publicly dropped the charges, which means that Greenwood was never found guilty of any of this stuff. So technically, like even though he's not innocent, innocent, that's what, what, what a lot of people have been reporting that like he's not actually been guilty of anything. Well, and you know, he, he, whole he said the same thing. Yeah. Well Ronaldo just never had the actual case, which was a whole kit and caboodle. But like Greenwood's camp, like his quote is like he is not he was not found guilty of what he was accused of. And yeah, that's the term they use too, like that he didn't do what he was accused of, quote unquote, which doesn't make any sense. But yeah, the problem thing, man you did was that like they tried to paint him in a decent light as they were getting rid of him. Which is just not what you do. But I I the only thing that makes me Isn't there also can, another player Anthony's got a thing going on, but that one's a lot less uh um clear and it's, obvious. Yeah, that's because what I mean. The green, like they the got something one, off the other, off the side there that's brewing. The Greenwood one happened, we know what happened, we know what happened here. So Anthony one, there was a report, but then apparently the report of when it happened was also when he was playing a game anyway, so it literally wouldn't have been impossible for him. That's that they gotta figure that out. That one seems not like a cash grab, obviously, but that one's less, you know, there and obvious, whatever. Uh, the only thing I'm thinking about Manu's statement is that there's got to be some sort of like legal jargon they have to follow. Because if they say, like, oh, we're releasing him because of this, Greenwood's camp can maybe sue or something stupid in the place, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Manu did a, a – yeah, they tried to defend him. It looked bad. What sucks, too, is you know that um, Goldbridge guy that like people like like his videos? Do you know what I'm talking about? The, no the Manu fan, Mark Goldridge? You never heard of Mark Goldbridge? It's only Bloody Burnley, the guy that does the reaction videos. No clue. Long story short, man you fan, everyone loved him. He's he's like he, he does a lot of victim blaming, which is a shame. So that's he's now done with, which is it. Like I liked him. He, of, he seemed like he seemed like a great guy, but apparently he's a former cop too. So that's that leads to that. Um so yeah, yeah, at least he's gone. Out of sight, out of mind. I don't have to worry about him playing for United, hopefully ever again. Hopefully there's some like hopefully one day he figures out what the hell he's do he's done wrong, and like actually owns up to it, because it very much seems like a case of this dude got away with it and he's not gonna change. But that's a whole other thing. You got and the menu, and then menu lost to Tottenham. Yeah. <laughs> because because yeah, ball ball don't lie. To be fair,
1: menu are the uh, are, are are now the new Tottenham apparently.
0: The, well the manu loss was before the the news that he was released so maybe this was like that was the last bit of of negative karma they had to deal with before he even entertaining the idea of bringing him back manu also messed up by signing mason mount because their their new system in place is apparently awful but now mason mount is injured so he won't even play the next few games or next <laughs> game at least i don't know what's going on manu i didn't watch the game so i don't really know what happened they missed some chances early on whatever i'm um, already tired. Team, that's fair Another team that lost is Chelsea. Chelsea lost to West Ham. That is funny. Um, one of their 100 million pound midfielders missed a penalty. And then the other 100, million, £100 pound... I can't even talk anymore. Any more water. 100 pound... No? 100 million pound. Thank you, midfielder. Committed a penalty in the end of the game. Which was scored by a guy who's accused of gambling, by the way. You saw the Paqueta news? Lucas Paqueta?
1: Nope. Didn't see there, anything.
0: There was a, a sharp rise in bets from his hometown, Brazil that he would get yellow card in a random game. And then in that game, he just so happened to take someone out and blatantly get a yellow card. And everyone's like, hmm. But they're just investigating that right now, so he's still free to play. And then, uh, Jiggly, do you know who's currently out injured with, for Man City, their newest uh, injury worry? Pep Guardiola. I'm reading it right now, yeah. their manager. <laughs> Apparently he had emergency back surgery, which is very scary, because you know how back injuries can really affect well, a Well, the Fire of had, a,
1: had their manager out.
0: Yes, uh, with COVID, which that's back apparently. And what's also horrifying is that my friend who I was with yesterday has told me that his brother and his mom are kind of sick and that they might have COVID. So we might be back in business, ladies and gentlemen. That's a little scary, but we'll we'll get to that later. It never left. (laughs) it, It seemed like it had left at least. It hadn't
1: left. It just got quiet.
0: I wish it could have stayed quiet. But yeah, Pepe is out injured. I don't actually think he'll be on the sideline for any games until the international break is over. So we're going to have a, an acting... I think they called oh, CJ yeah, hearing, an act, a man, acting head coach. So that's what hearing, CJ uh, will we'll have. Like
1: emergency back surgery. Like that sounds scary.
0: <laughs> that was the grim. This is It's very morbid humor. But I got back from my flight, right? And I'm making small talk with my mom. And I'm like, oh, did I say anything? She's like, oh, no, your cousin, like your little cousin went back to school. Ah, This thing happened. Oh, your grandma went to the ER. And I just started laughing. I'm like, oh, yeah, just casually mention that for me. Why don't you? She's fine now, thankfully. But I'm like, what the hell, man? I just got back from this freaking work trip fighting for my life. So that's a thing.
1: that's, That's what it is with old people. They go to the ER sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like oh it's it's Wednesday. Yeah, let me t- let me take my trip over there. Yeah, I gotta head um, over. But yeah, like we we might not, might not be fans of Pep Guardiola at all on the podcast here, but you know, hopefully he's okay because that that's scary kind of stuff. Yeah. He'll be back by the international break at least, and he he's still bald anyway, so he, very he least will... his brain's okay.
1: Unfortunately he is still bald, so they're
0: not gonna be able to fix that. <laughs> That'd be so funny if you wanted for back surgery and suddenly <laughs> had a <back>. <laughs> one's like, wait, 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 what? wait, wait. Wait, wait, what kind of surgery? He's like, oh, it was back surgery, right? It was emergency. It was we'll, an emergency. We'll go through the transfers <laughs> real quick. Uh, we got another last one. Georgie Petrovich, the New England goalkeeper, which is funny, emergency by the way. Emergency hair transplant. All right. All emergency right, so like hair transplant. He woke up. He's like, I've had enough of this. Get me to the freaking ER. <laughs> uh, we had talked about the Georgie Petrovich transfer holdout news, right? And I thought, okay, maybe top five league, random team in Europe. He's gone to bloody Chelsea. What? another one? Yeah, that's apparently he's going to fight for the number one spot with their new other new goalkeeper, Robert Sanchez. Who was wait? Is it uh, yeah? His name saw, is actually Robert Sanchez. When
1: I first saw that that news and that he was fighting with Robert Sanchez, my immediately my immediate thought was like. Richard, How did Richard Sanchez get over to Chelsea?
0: Oh, oh. Robert Sanchez. <laughs> yeah, this guy's Robert Sanchez. That's on me. Um. So, yeah, apparently people, a lot of comments were saying that Petrovic is much better than Gaga. Well, right now, obviously, because he's oh, older. Yeah. I've never watched Petrovic, to be fair. Is he actually this good? I don't know.
1: I How's just know that he probably is.
0: Have the Fire not played New England at all this year?
1: I don't. I think they played one game earlier.
0: I was thinking about, I was like, oh man, when's the fire go to Philadelphia next? And then I realized, oh, I got to send you this freaking screenshot. Um, when, did, when did the fire go play in Philadelphia? And I realized that was like the second week of the season.
1: Yeah, that was the second week of the season. I'm looking. Oh, they played against New England uh, back in May. Three, 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 oh three, yeah, it was the 3-3 three, three draw.
0: Oh, I watched that at my aunt's place. Okay, interesting. When i send you this screenshot from the press conference. Just look at Carlos Theron's face here. As I talk about the next thing, um, we've got, look at his look, he just does not look happy there. Um, we have some Saudi news. Um, Almeric Al- Laporte to Saudi Arabia. That's a big signing. He is like a 26-year-old defender who's very good in his prime. That's just pissing off to Saudi Arabia for money. That one sucks. Just so many teams in Europe could use him. Um the other one is Alexander Mitrovic. I think you're a fan of Mitrovic. Am I wrong here? Yeah, I like Mitrovic. I,
1: I found out yeah, he's going to Saudi Arabia which is weird.
0: Yeah, I mean that that's much more of a prototypical Saudi signing just some random striker who's who's like pretty good and they can chuck a lot of money of. The interesting also a lot of people have pieced together. Well, Jiggly a lot of people had pieced together Greenwood to Saudi Arabia is a move that makes a lot of sense because it gets him out of there. It gets him money. And I mean, unfortunately, he still is a very good soccer player from what I saw last time. So like that, is, that was a transfer a lot of people pieced together. And then I saw this, uh, this tweet, Jiggly, which is from an actual source. Saudi Arabia are reluctant, are reluctant to allow their clubs to sign Mason Greenwood. Saudi Pro League Chiefs, Fear taking on the striker would be damaging to their public image. <laughs> that is a remarkable
1: headline. That is how bad you gotta be in order for the Saudis to not want you. <laughs> that is damning, bro.
0: Um, so yeah. There's I that. sent your
1: response to the Carlos Turan picture.
0: Who, how'd you find that so fast? <laughs> that's, that's, that's impressive. Um, anyway, there is interesting Saudi news where I, I talked about him before. It was this dude named Jota from Celtic who was a big signing because like he's younger. He's, he's a talented player, stuff of that sort. He's apparently already going to leave. And there was no reported reason why. A lot of people are trying to piece together the fact that he probably broke some rule. But if he immediately leaves Saudi Arabia after like a month, That's going to be interesting because like maybe the players don't want to live there and actually like deal with all the rules because Ronaldo was lucky enough to move because there's a rule that you have to be married to be living with someone and they changed the rule just so Ronaldo could stay with his girlfriend. I don't know if they're going to grant that exemption for everyone else, but that could be a big thing. So yeah. And then three more actual transfers real quick. Do you know Jeremy Doku young Belgian winger? Count Duku. Sure. He's gone to Man I, City. I, I,
1: I've heard, I, I didn't know the last name, but when you said Jeremy Doku's, oh, yeah, I've seen that name before.
0: Yeah. He's gone to City. Good youngster. Really good dribbling. Dino Mavropanos, Konstantinos Mavropanos, good Greek center back from Stuttgart. He's gone to West Ham. He's my boy, so I had to put that there. And then Usman Dembele to PSG, which is interesting. Uh, Namor, really. actually, that's a, that's a, it, yeah, seems like interesting. a pl- it
1: seems like a place that he would go, though.
0: Yeah, but it's still like, ooh, Dembélé is a PSG. PSG, I don't know.
1: PSG is uh, for Barcelona rejects.
0: That's fair. Uh, <laughs> Neymar apparently is already injured in Saudi Arabia. By the way. He came to the, his new team injured, which is ridiculous. Got injured off the plane. Something of the, or apparently he was already injured. I don't know. But that's Europe. Talk about the, the Japanese for a bit. When yeah, I, there's
1: I, the, the J League. Um, uh, Sirzo Osaka won one nil over Yokohama FC. Uh, Kyoto Sanga won 3-0 over Consadole Sapporo uh, Gambo Saka getting back onto their winning streak, uh, they've won 2-1 against Shonan Belmare uh, Kawasaki lost again, they lost 3-2 to San Fereche to a 97th minute game winner and uh, Yokohama Marinos has overtaken Kobe for the top spot there uh, at the bottom is Shonan Belmare though uh, with Yokohama FC only a point ahead
0: Something, something motorcycle. I was replying to a message when you started talking about that first part. So I, I want of surely someone is, is motorcycle related there. San freche have I, I have never, I've never said this before. When, when you say San Frege, it reminds me of like a soda. Yeah, whenever like I, I imagine, say. It, it, yeah, I whenever, can imagine a can of San Freche soda.
1: But the problem is that like, it's, it, they don't call the team Hiroshima. They call it San Frege, because that's the, it's sort of like saying enter. <laughs>
0: I just keep forgetting they're from Hiroshima as well. Generally, it's yeah. forgotten again.
1: Uh, moving on to uh, women's soccer, uh, the Wii League. Uh, we got some jerseys out, and also finally, I get confirmation that yes, Saito is joining in. Uh, I retweeted it. I you said that you found it in some other way.
0: Yes, because I I found the tweet. I put in the the channel because obviously. And then you, you hit me with the, the snarky, which was deserved at the time. The snarky of, yes, I know, I retweeted that. But on my, my Twitter feed, it just showed up from a random account. And then when I pressed it in, it said, because like that account, it was like, it was showing me because I follow two other accounts, whatever. But I also, you might kill me for this. I don't actually use the, um, what's the term? The following tab on Twitter. I actually use the for you tab. So shoot me you. if you want. But that's how I found it, actually. So maybe that's, that's why. Well, I mean, didn't. yeah,
1: you probably will find it then because of me. Because <laughs> if you follow me and I retweet it, then it's going to be like, oh, this talks about soccer. And you follow a person who follows the person. <laughs> that's I, I, that was it was you and someone else. And then the new kind of Gawa jerseys are pretty nice, actually. Right.
0: Oh, my God. It's not letting me open it on the Twitter app anymore. <laughs> what the hell is this? I used to always open the tweets in here, just in the app, but now it's not letting me. And it, when you go to the, oh my god, because I have to sign in to see the freaking thread because freaking Elon Musk is awful.
1: Yeah, I, look I at can't use TweetDeck anymore. Let me. I'm so annoyed by I can't use TweetDeck anymore, which is like I, the I, best I, way to make sure I can see everything that I need to see, and it upload it like refreshes constantly.
0: Yeah, let me just quickly scroll through these. Serzo Osaka Ladies is nice. That's a very nice shade of pink.
1: I've now officially um, moved over to cheering for Serzo Osaka because who that's, the my, hell is, that's my men's team. So. Who the hell is Chifure AS Elphonse Saitama? Oh, yeah, Elphonse Saitama. Yeah, man, like, I don't know what they're doing. Like, I think they they must be... <laughs> this is the worst thing to say. They must be the poverty team. <laughs> I don't know, man.
0: man. They, they,
1: didn't, they don't have any pictures of, like, their players and the kids. Well, they just have, like...
0: Have you seen the logo on the key? it's just e. e E E E But yeah, Jeff United uh, up to Jeffrey United. Yeah. I, I I love, I love, I love the, the pictures of it green. too. I love That's the wholesome. picture
1: too. It's it's so wholesome because it's just one of the players helping the other player with her hair.
0: <laughs> yeah. But like I like the yellow and green. It's just you never yeah. expect it from a Japanese women's league team. Oh well, no, you nice. never
1: you don't really expect it out of like soccer in general. Like what there's only one Name another name a team outside of Norwich. That has that color scheme,
0: yeah. <laughs> Other than like when Celtic randomly uses it, but yeah, it's that's what's no, I, Because that's their what's main well.
1: color scheme is green.
0: Yeah, no, and I don't. that's
1: it. This is yellow and green. This is the Bolivian flag. Remember?
0: Shut up. Sorry,
1: <laughs> I'm saying to the audience. That was to the audience. And yeah, then there's San freche with purple. There's a lot of. Honestly, there's more orange in the in the Wii League than I think anybody would expect. (laughs)
0: There's it's a nice it looks like it's a nice color palette. Like it looks like they told every team to pick a color ahead of time. You know,
1: it's more just like everyone has orange somehow. Almost everyone has orange at the very least, like usually it's blue. Everybody has blue, but like they have a lot of orange and I don't know why. (laughs)
0: tell me why
1: because it's uh nagano niigata yeah, because and of- i think i think sendai's uh, like secondary kit is orange so yeah, so, yeah anyway so- thank you thank you to kirby hazard
0: <laughs> uh, we actually have yeah we actually well, well we always knew we were going to get a league, but at least it's, it's closer now
1: it is it is it is rapidly approaching I'm sorry. I just saw a, a, somehow an anime meme involving football, and I was really confused because that never happens.
0: Yeah, I was about um, to say, Am like, would you, would you not want to talk about the NWSL because <laughs> you just kind of waited for a second?
1: I, I just got, I just got so distracted. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, NWSL, I don't really have much to say about them actually. About it actually, the only thing is, uh, Red Stars lost five 0 Damn. Uh, to Orlando, and they're I... in the bottom of the league. It's not, it's not good. Wait,
0: they're, they're bottom. I thought they had like a, a, they're a bottom mini now. renaissance during, during like the last like month or so.
1: No, that wasn't a competition that they already were eliminated from. <laughs> that was the oh. end of the group stage for the Challenge Cup. They were already eliminated and they did pretty well.
0: <laughs> Whoa, that, that was the performance <laughs> of the season. Yeah. Oh, what was they're, the point of that, lads?
1: Well, they only, they only have one draw on the season. Actually, you know, you look at the bottom of the table, it's the Red Stars I this is so surprising. Red Stars bottom, Kansas City current just above them. I oh, said at the beginning oh, good, of the season actually. that they're going to be good,
0: but yeah, no, they but didn't. because their logo is ass, that's why ahead of them, Angel City. Wow, that's <laughs> weird. 10th place, uh,
1: and then on the top, like I think you can expect, you know, Portland Thorns, obviously, top. Let's see, as, as I've said before, North Carolina somehow. Racist.
0: Uh, always good, always racist. You keep saying it. Because that's the, that's the thing it. about racists. They're always good, too. Because you got to root against them up there.
1: And then under, underneath that is Gotham. Uh, they, have the, they have the top playoff spot. I'm the, telling the you, bro. The, the top non-semifinal.
0: Once the Republicans discover the North Carolina Courage jerseys, they're going to be all over that.
1: I will say, you know, one of the most famous North Carolina Courage players among, uh, among conservatives uh, Jalene uh, oh. Daniels uh, her name is Daniels now she's the player who decided to reject the call up to the national team because they, wore, they were going to wear pride numbers
0: and so it was for personal reasons <laughs> <laughs> of course they're, they're, one of their kids is literally all white yeah that's definitely gotten any connections to it the other kid doesn't look as racist actually I'm not going to lie to you I don't know uh,
1: how we can like I don't know how we can ever like get any sort of like credentials from the NWSL at this point now with the amount oh. of times you have called the end the North Carolina Courage. Well, <laughs> if I
0: if I applied to cover the um, if I applied to cover the Red Stars game, they'd absolutely accept me right away because it's literally just Joe chats as we talked about in the past. It is.
1: We're trying to get we're trying to get somebody else up there for an Red, but like not not this season. <laughs>
0: I've gotta, I gotta do that. I gotta go when they play the Courage, just so I can put an article: the Red Stars beat the racist North Carolina Courage, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Wait, what?" And they got because then I would, jiggly. That's how I'd blow up too, because like people would actually look at it because it's a it's a Red Stars article. I'd be like, "Wait, this guy calling the Courage racist," and then it just blow up on NWCL soccer. I'd go viral like that one time. Other Alex went viral for I don't think his initial attention was to make an NWSL attendance joke, but he did, and it was really funny. Not the joke itself, but the fact that he just started getting fired <laughs> by everyone. Do you remember, you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. That was, anyway, that was something.
1: They, they got to fire Petricelli, he's not good.
0: He's the coach? Um, yeah, he's the coach. Yeah, that's fair, uh, let's fire him.
1: Uh, World Cup, England beat Australia to make it to the uh, finals of the World Cup. The Third place game, I believe Sweden won. But, uh, but Sam Kerr had a nice goal in one of those games. I'm, I don't remember which one, but one of those did games you, she had she Did you watch
0: the Australia game? No. Because apparently she had like a few misses before England scored the dagger goal, which was which kind of sad. That, that's what I saw mainly. Yeah. Which, but yeah, uh, good goal at least uh, from her. That was a nice moment
1: we're gonna get to something even more sad Spain won which is wonderful but then you remember that uh none of them wanted their coach they were trying to protest and they were kind of just dragged over there because uh the uh, the fa basically said we're not going to give you another coach you have to deal with him and you could see throughout the tournament whenever the players came back like you know getting subbed off they'd high five everyone except for the coach the coach would get like aired
0: yeah <laughs> and obviously but. Uh,
1: they won uh, and then after the game, well, let's let's go in chronological order.
0: Uh, this, is game, the Spanish... the most, this is gonna be the most. This is going the most damning. So like, this is literally a team winning the World Cup, and this is the most damning two sets of headlines that could be possible after this. Uh, and so just pure hours and how tough they are.
1: Um, the uh, well, I mean, first of all, the Spanish Federation president actually does have. I think it might still it might still be a court case from twenty seventeen uh, uh, assaulting a woman. but uh this game he certainly did this time around uh the uh Spanish Federation president grabbed one of the players and forcibly kissed her. Um that's hell, not man. good. uh that's that's very not good. And he issued an apology
0: <sighs> which. Yeah. Uh,
1: and then, you know, this isn't really anybody's fault, but certainly, you know, the, the mental fortitude about uh, from all these players. The uh, Spanish captain, uh, I believe, uh, Hermosa? I have to pull it up. I, I know... I, could, I swear I remember her name. She's also the only player who scored in that World Cup final.
0: Yeah, the match winner. I didn't know uh, she was the captain, No, actually. Olga
1: Carmona. Olga Carmona. Uh, yeah. She uh, she scored the the only goal in the game, twenty ninth minute, and then after the game, found out her father had died.
0: That is just perfectly morbid. Because like this, that one is especially because imagine now like how do you how do you balance celebrating the the, the tournament, but also the fact that like, with
1: that's a everything that's, going on.
0: Yeah, that's a human who's just lost their father. That's a uh, you know a very sad time. And
1: there's another human that's been violated and. Like-
0: that that kissing thing reminded me of I think it was Hedenberg, the one when the woman won the woman below the door and then got asked to twerk for some reason. Yes, and it's just incredible how blatant all this stuff happens, and that you can never and have a nice so moment with women. And, and that's what I
1: what what I've been talking about, which and a lot of people have, which is the U.S. the American team has had it so easy because they have like yeah sure like there's still a lot of you know like you know women's rights and everything but mm-hmm. there's there's always been a place carved out for women's sports in american society from title nine and so no wait was it title nine or title 12 i forgot town nine is the the woman one okay yeah they, they've always had a, a space carved out for them in, with because of title nine and that's why the u.s national team was able to dominate for so long and now other countries are finally like oh wait we can do this and I just looked up, like, the history of the Spanish national team, and it is wild. Uh, I have to get to pulling it up. But let's see. Early years, underground women's football clubs started appearing around 1970. Uh, one of the people who started them, Rafael Muga, decided to create a national team. And then it was rejected by, in 1971 by... Uh, by Spanish F.A. president Jose Luis Perez Paya, who said, I'm not against women's football, but I don't like it either. I don't think it's feminine from an aesthetic point of view. Women are not favored wearing shirts and shorts. Any regional dress would fit them better. Like. That's so bad, so bad. Yeah. Like, that is what people have had to deal with. Uh. And what, 1988, when they finally, like, in the, in the 80s, when they finally made the team, uh, there, was neither, there was never love or support from the federation towards those women soccer players. Uh, you, you have to go until they, they, they first made an appearance in the World Cup in 2015. That's how long it took for them to finally, like, build up. And even then, it was tooth and nail. They had no, there, there was no support. The only way. That they got support was from like the club teams at that point. And that was barely. It was because Barcelona was like, wait, we can sell out Camp New like a different day of the week? Sure, let's do that. So, yeah, it's, uh, there was like, yeah, 15 players who, uh, yeah, 15 players who said that they did not want that coach. Uh, I believe, I actually, yeah, I think those players, just pulled out of the team. So they did it without a lot of those players. It was uh, Laia Alexandri, Ona Bat- Batle, Aitana Bonmati, Mariana Caldenti. I know that you don't like me listing off player names, but I think that you know these are important names to mention. Uh, Norea Ezagire, uh, Lola Gallardo, Lucia Garcia, Patricia uh, Guijaro. Guijaro. Uh, Mape Leon, Ainoa, Moraza, Leila Ohabi, Wahabi, I think that is, uh, Sandra Panos, Andrea Pereira, Claudia Pina, and uh, Amaer Sarigui. Uh, they all said that they did not want to play under that coach, they didn't want to play under the uh, for the federation. And essentially, only like one of the players went back, uh,
0: Paredes. That was it. And it's remarkable they've actually won the tournament after all that. Like, the, yeah. how good is that group of players then? That they won it with a coach they didn't even care about. And without, like, I assume a few of those players must, must have been key.
1: I mean, I know at least, like, yeah, two of them play for City, two of them play for United, uh, a bunch of them play for Barcelona.
0: And then there's the other thing. Where I think, I guess days before the World Cup final, the president of FIFA, the Infantino dude, just flat out said, like, yeah, women got to pick their battles when it comes to equality. I'm like, what? He like,
1: does what not feel man? like a
0: woman today. Yeah, that dude's just idiot, <laughs> bro. How, how, how did we let politics get into sports, Jiggly? They always happen? happen. They always happen. No, I, I know, but how? we We could have... It's, we could have it's, just had it, people kicking ball around and have good time. It, it's it,
1: politics is a part of existing at this point.
0: I know and I get it, but still, death. To uh, it all. It's
1: it's less about how do we let politics get into this, and how do we have so many people who don't understand that you know people should be good to each other. How how is it that we constantly have people in power who don't actually like people? <laughs>
0: It is a good thing we are men of God. That is nice. We are men of God here. Uh, <laughs> we need more. <laughs> not to sound like we could not to sound like like those crazy religious people, but we need more men of God out here, man.
1: Yeah, like it, men of God in 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 our terms, which is just sort of yeah. like, why are you why are you doing that to that person? It's it's
0: so <laughs> weird people can't just be nice to other people. Like I don't, uh, what it's weird. But yeah, uh, um, congrats to Spain, though. Fair play to them.
1: Yeah, the the uh, Spanish uh, players.
0: Also, haha, England of course. England losing in the final is always funny. Cause yeah, England.
1: You know, honestly, it was a bit unexpected this time around. Although at the same time, like they kind of became villains throughout the tournament.
0: Because they're England, huh? that's just what. Well, also, like
1: what there was the one player that stomped a that, that stomped a yeah, like, the that, player
0: that they got some that they, they just straight apologized for that. I was they like didn't really boil to, all over into anything. I well, apologize.
1: Probably, you know, should have should have been some sort of like fine, Levy, and I don't think there was.
0: I mean, she was suspended for two games. That's that's a fair enough punishment. Mm-hmm. I missing a World Cup quarter and semifinal seems more than fair, Jiggly. I uh,
1: don't know. You go on MLS. Let's go.
0: Let's see what's transition there. Uh, Jiggly, I had to bring it to you. Thanos won. Uh, Messi and Inter-Miami won the Leagues Cup, beating Nashville 1-1 on penalties. I think it was like 9-8 or 10-9 or whatever. Uh, Messi scored again, so he still has scored in every single game. This one was the best, which is fitting because it was in the final. Just curls one into the top corner. Nashville did get a goal from a set piece later on, which forced pens. We ended the game with goalkeeper penalties, by the way, which was fun. And you had the duality of man because, you know, uh, Drake Callender is actually like a, on the bubble for the U.S. men's national team, the Miami goalkeeper. He took a goal kick pretty much. He hit that hoe and it flew up. And thankfully for him, it flew into the roof of the net and didn't get time to go any higher because he didn't shoot that ball. He just kicked it. And then the Nashville goalkeeper stepped up and just hit like a weak finesse shot that was easily saved. So now we have that. We have Messi and uh, Inter Miami as your leagues cup winners. I do leagues like. Cup still doesn't matter per se, but it, it's, no, it's great. Here's why it do does so. matter
1: because you know the jokes that we made about Chiellini being so happy to win like MLS Cup. Oh yeah. The the videos that people were showing comparing PSG winning like a trophy versus Messi winning the league's cup
0: <laughs> was hilarious. Yeah one one of one of the first tweets I saw about it was just. Why is that tweet from CEO yeah. you've sent? Anyway, one of the first <laughs> tweets I saw is just like, this dude's celebrating this more than the World Cup for crying out loud. That's funny. <laughs> like he, was, he was having the time of his life, to be fair. He's just that's having good. A good time.
1: I appreciate like he started, that he's he, having a good time. It's just that, like, man, it's, it's going to suck for everyone else, though. <laughs> I sent dude. you that meme earlier. Like, yeah, last night. The, uh, sorry, sorry about your tournament, little guy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because like he just rocked up and just won it. And now what's really funny is that he's actually got another tournament already on Wednesday because it's the Open Cup semifinals. It's against Cincinnati. Imagine if Miami wins that game now. The good thing, at least for you, is that if you look at it technically speaking, Miami's gotten a few ties during this run because it's you know yes. it's a it's a knockout tournament. They're going to have more of an incentive to win games. Which also might make it, you know, more likely to either concede on the counter, or you know, like get held to a one-one draw and only pick up a points out of the three they need. As things stand, they a are. Okay. There are fourteen points back of the playoff spot with two games in hand, and that's not only on the ninth place team but also the eighth place team. That seems possible. Maybe.
1: I think that there's also something to be said that, like, with the way that teams have approached the games. Because, I mean, I was talking with, uh, I went to the uh, Pick Your Seat event on Saturday, and uh, apparently, like, Dima Kovalenko just sort of showed up and was signing autographs. And nice. instead of signing autographs, my dad and I, and like, Tim, and then uh, another old fan were just like there, just talking to him <laughs> for a solid hour and a half. And we were talking, and uh, honestly, every single conversation starts and ends with Messi uh about mls nowadays and the big thing was is how like it's these are good teams and they don't look like themselves they just sort of like they they don't play like themselves anymore like jim curtin is is supposed to be like a pretty solid coach and philadelphia has a style that they like to play and then they went into that game against uh against miami playing defensively at home they bunkered up at home stupid they 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 don't they don't
0: play that way you know what they did? Jim Curtin, what Jim Curtin did. He pulled, uh, he pulled a Chris Armist jiggly. He completely changed his setting and his formation and his tactics to try to accommodate yeah. the opposition. Yeah.
1: But we're seeing it with a, a few other teams have done that as well, where it's just sort of like, oh, well, we have to counteract Messi. We have to counter, counteract Messi. But I think you get to a point where it's like, look, they don't have a good defense. Attack them. Just hit them as hard as you can. They're, they now, don't like the lumber. They don't the like ca- the lumber.
0: The counterpoint is, if Messi is scoring all these goals and doing all these things against teams that are set up defensively to just try to stop him first, what the hell is going to happen when everything opens up? The good thing is Messi isn't fast anymore. So he can't on his own run by everyone. Robert exactly. Taylor is fast, though. And they've got some youngsters coming up.
1: Hey, man, you you, you, you just got to score more goals than the other team.
0: It's going to, Jiggly, I can't wait for the first team to try this and they concede 50. And it's going to be so I, funny. I want the Fire to try it. It's not going to be the Fire. The Fire are going to pack it the in. The Fire gonna, aren't.
1: You're telling me? It's Clopas.
0: Yeah, it's I was just saying, you think, He's not you gonna think do Frank that. is going to try to attack Lionel Messi? No. Good heavens. Um, did you see the one thing where the Fire said it was the biggest game in, in Fire history?
1: Yeah, no, that, that they, so they also. Oh, did you see the email for NYCSC fans? I think it was uh, New England fans. New England fans. Hor- or, 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 or like for them, uh, horrific stuff. What was okay? Uh, wait. Uh, the it was sent out to I believe season ticket holders or probably just like potential seat uh, ticket holders. Hi! Did you see Lionel Messi win Inter Miami's first title? Uh, first title win against Nashville FC in the League's Cup final. Messi has scored ten goals in all seven straight appearances for his newest club, dressed in pink. That means you have a one hundred percent chance to see the Argentinian here at Gillette Stadium next season. S- Argentinian score here at Gillette Stadium next season.
0: Then <laughs> again, G- sorry, look, go on. if you are,
1: this is what we. This is what Fire fans have been saying for years about the fire with the fire trying to sell games off of the stars from other teams. This is just the rest of the league doing that now. And I think the rest of the league is finding out, yeah, that, that sucks. You, you want to support your own team.
0: So yeah, for, for the, fa- especially like, I if, used to especially especially if they're of- selling
1: tickets, if they're selling tickets to the fans of the team, by saying, hey, I know you're a Revs fan, but hey, why don't you uh, buy season tickets so you can uh, come see Messi? That's not how you sell to a Revs fan. If you're trying to sell to like, a general fan, I guess. But like, if you're trying to yeah. sell
0: to a fan of the team, what are you doing here? And like, I, I, was, I used to be a fan of, a lot of an LF team. This would have pissed me off back in the day. I remember like when Ibra came to town. I was like, I don't care that Ibra's playing here. I'm here to watch a Fire game. The Fire are playing. Then again, Jiggly, you're gonna hate me for saying this, and I'll I'll tie it more particularly in the fire, right? Because this is the thing I've been thinking about. the The common conception now is that the fire don't want to make any long term signings because Heights is in charge and you don't want to mess things up, right? That's why you got out for the season. So as a result, this season really hasn't mattered as much because, like the the fire, already looking at the next season does not not make the messy game the most important game of this season now because it's Lionel Messi coming to Soldier Field? Because none of these other fire games are really going to matter at this point. As we'll talk about later, this team's not good enough to actually contend in the playoffs. And they'll maybe make like the eighth seed and lose in the first round or the second round. And it's Lionel Messi coming to town, Jiggly. Like, just admittedly, is that not bigger than anything the team is going to do?
1: It's the biggest game of the season, probably. But it's not the biggest game in Fire history. Well, uh, that is what I'll they said. History. That is the no, words definitely that they not used. History. Yeah, so, history is yeah, horrific. That's, that's why people are annoyed. They're not annoyed that, it, that they're saying, oh, this is the biggest game of the year. Or the biggest game of the past 10 years. It's that they said biggest game in Fire history. So we never actually won any silverware?
0: History, <laughs> is, history is so funny, by the way. It's It's stupid. History is so funny. Like that, I, I saw that and I just started laughing because obviously. Um, But yeah, it, it, it it's
1: and once again, literally the entire league is are, are just cucks.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I, the it's I the only way to phrase it, <laughs> which used to be on football Twitter, is they're twerking for them. MLS is twerking for Messi, hard as hell. No, but then again. And like the teams are
1: because teams are standing back and just saying like please please take our fans we don't need them anymore you need them more than us now
0: <laughs> hey look man this isn't what i i was so close to the the cuck stuff when i started about, I talking about joe mitzvitter earlier in the year i was so I, well that was I, that, you that,
1: that was you just making jokes about what you wanted to see the fire do because you didn't we like close. the
0: fire i was close to the i i, I almost got a cuck storyline correct we did get a well, no you said it the wrong this. way.
1: You said it in the wrong way, though. You said yeah. that the fire would sign players and then loan them out. Now,
0: I still wish they did that to be fair. That would have been so funny.
1: no, that's what Chelsea's doing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so many dude. they got so many dudes., <laughs> uh, but uh, like it's yeah. it and it, it, I, I just
0: <sighs> yeah, Something to say about so
1: the fire fun. later, but like, yeah.
0: Well, we'll get to the rest of them once real quick. That Gio Komaki's dude's good. He scored twice for Atlanta as they beat Seattle in Seattle. How different would this fire season be if they got him in the offseason like they should have done, to be fair? I have no idea how they just let Atlanta sign him instead, but that's a whole other thing for a different day. Columbus to Cincinnati in the hell is real Derby. Good for those two markets. And then St. Louis scored six in a game, which is, you know, that's pretty cool. That's You don't see that every every. I think Austin
1: sort of just gave up at a point.
0: <laughs> yeah, Austin's – their their manager – because Austin was really good last year, and they've not been as good this year. I love and how- they straight up asked one of the GMs, and he's like, yeah, I'm not going to lie to you, this team overperformed last season. I don't know where that came from.
1: I don't know how I fully feel about it, but with, like, Orlando and Austin fans, just really hate the fire.
0: Oh, well, no, I <laughs> – We'll segue this into the Fire stuff now. The replies to the Fire t- full-time score tweet were so funny from Orlando fans. They have so many good memes, to be fair. I, did you scroll through the replies of the Fire tweet? No.
1: Uh, as Do I said, uh, Twitter Twitter has stopped work. I don't have TweetDeck anymore, so it's very hard for me to go to things now. It was
0: just like, you know those memes were just a player. It's like the, the, the one the Fire fans said, you, could, you just got clopust bust pretty much. There was a bunch yeah. of different versions of those for Orlando fans. It was really funny, to be fair. And I hate Orlando still. I hate Orlando and I hate Nashville, but I gotta remember that every once in a while.
1: I mean, the thing is, is that like, so, I, I I've said this for I said it for years, which is just sort of like, if you come after the fire, you are essentially trying to punch the uh, special ed kid, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the, fire, the fire are so broken that like if you try to gloat about it you are the bad person here
0: you can't I mean, beef with the fire and win
1: yeah you cannot win you cannot as a man of god win beefing with the
0: fire <laughs> what if you wanted to get into heaven but god said you beat the chicago fire no, what no that done for beating
1: you? the fire is like fine it's, it's, about, it's about like you took joy in the yeah. fire <laughs> you enjoyed this don't this is your job you are supposed to do this now please leave them alone so that you know we can give them their popsicles <laughs> yeah and
0: their fruit snacks
1: and their fruit snacks it's the thing is is that like you know everybody came into this game think not everybody what i mean is a lot of Fire fans came into this game thinking that we would just pick up and carry back on we won't the reason why we won those games prior was because you know the other team was just bad (laughs) yeah we're going to we're going to go up against the galaxy which they are bad so
0: let me let me do the 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 first thing first the fire did lose at home to orlando 3-1 they scored first in the second half through a nice goal from Pineda, then conceded three goals in like 10-ish minutes and then the game was pretty much over not ideal yep continue
1: i mean you know i think that's Honestly, after after that game, the Fire do have a good chance to once again go on another winning streak because the other teams are just that bad. Like Galaxy, don't trust them. It's Vancouver, <laughs>
0: at home. I don't. Uh, I don't actually think that'll be as easy of a game as people are thinking. That that game against the Galaxy, that's gonna be uh, tricky for the Fire. I mean, it, oh, wait, it'll be I'll tricky wait, for like the that. Fire
1: because it's the Fire.
0: <laughs> okay, to be fair, a good fun fact: two of the threes, two of the three most recent Galaxy games in all competitions. Were losses to the Vancouver Whitecaps. That's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> anyway, but
1: yeah, the Galaxy, Vancouver, DC, Montreal, Columbus, New England. Okay, I've stopped when I've gotten to a team that I think is like just too good to not want to not uh, oh, fu- too no, good the, to lose.
0: The Fire going to get smacked by Columbus? Yeah. I don't know. I think Columbus is going to start heating up because it's also a midweek game. No, they'll be fine. It's it's midweek in Columbus. But also Clopas
1: is coaching. No, no, that's that's a
0: jump too head in Columbus.
1: Clopas in Columbus, though.
0: Go back a game because because Clopas in Montreal. That's going to be the funny one when Clopas gets a win there.
1: I think I think Clopas Columbus is more personal because it goes back to playing days as well. Goes back to the last time he coached the Fire. It's like a very specifically, I think, I think he's also going to sponsor uh, the bus to go out to Columbus again. Uh, just like that. Clopas.
0: Uh, oh, he likes
1: telling the story about like when he coached, uh, when he was coaching back in like, I think it was 2013, 2014, uh, that he sponsored the bus to go out to Columbus because he's like, why don't we do this anymore? We go, we should be going back. We, that's, that's uh, firehouse East.
0: Yeah, no, that's the away so, yeah, day. yeah,
1: I think I think he I think he's gonna care that much more about the Columbus game. But yeah, it's because you look at the past few games. Also, first of all, did you notice the uh, the fires record specifically? I've not eight, eight and eight. Oh, perfectly good. balanced as all things yeah, should be. Good. <laughs> the
0: fire, the fire are their funniest when they're five hundred.
1: It's not even. Fi- it's 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 not even five hundred. It is exactly balanced. Wait, is it? There's no way it's 8-8-8,
0: eight, eight, and eight, right? It's 8-8-8. Eight, eight, and eight. There's, oh, wait. That's, um, oh, they are two goals. Two goals shy of being perfect as well, man. <laughs> if they, if they only lost Orlando 2-1 and only lost, if, yeah, if both Orlando games were 2-1 instead of 3-1, it would be perfect. Would have been perfect, man. Man. Man.
1: Like, so, that, uh, it's just, I, I don't know with the... Going to this, into this game, I said, I'm just going to say 2-1 win because I would like to have a win on my graduation. And uh, the fire, you know, might... If the fire go down by a single goal, it's over. That's what I said. They need to stay ahead the entire game. And so the moment that they gave up that second goal, yeah, it's done. No matter what time it was, it was done. Uh, so yeah, that's... It, nothing happened in that game that mattered, I think.
0: Okay, because I was thinking, I've explained this. I was on my work trip. I was so tired. I was fighting. I had come back from the pool that was too cold. I was nice and comfy in my hotel room. I didn't like, at one point, I thought I was going to fall asleep. I almost fell asleep at halftime. I almost thought about just throwing it all away and going to sleep at halftime. But I stayed the course. So I wasn't too sleepy during the game. Oh, fun fact, by the way, during the League's Cup final, I was watching the game, right? And it was the 85th minute. The next thing I know, I was halfway through the penalty shootout because I had fallen asleep and not realized. <laughs> but the fire game, it went by so quickly. Like, it felt like the first half was whatever. Second half, Pineda scores right off the bat. And then I just watched Orlando score, 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 and it's the 75th minute. And I'm like, okay, the fire has some time to respond maybe. And then it's like the 90th minute because the fire committed like 50 challenges, which I'll get to actually, and I think that's what you've been hinting upon. The fire mentality back. Because they did technically blow the lead at home. No, and after Orlando I'm not scored talking about fire goals, mentality. Oh, sorry. I, They're just not good
1: enough? The fire have no identity. That's what my, that's what my column was about this week. The fire have no identity. There is, they, they aren't anything. They're nothing. It's, a theory, it's, it's ephemeral or whatever you want to call it. Like it it's, they, they don't have anything that you can call them.
0: And it's not even the fact that they're so good at everything, like they can do whatever. It's that they don't just do anything. No, no, you can
1: have an identity of being good at a lot of things. And even look, Okay, so I I, in my in in my column, I list out like what each of the eras in fire history, like the identity of it, the early years, effective and weird, but ultimately feared. That was that was who they were. They every other team was like getting a bunch of like Latin Latin American players. Meanwhile, the Fire were like stocking up on Eastern European dudes, and they were winning because they they did the weird thing. They got all the weirdos, and they all played well, and that's how they were able to get it there. The fans were hated by the rest of the league as well, but like they were also like the most the loudest and most effective fan base back then. Then Blanco era. That's the glamour era. That was when they were trying to do like they didn't really do it well, but like for MLS at the time, Locked they kind the of host. did those type stuff. They got, they got Blanco. They got in, you know, Brian McBride. They brought in Freddie Umberg for some reason. Neri Castillo was a massive signing at the time. After that, you know, that was a hometown era. That was a bunch of homegrown players. You know, Klopas uh, was coaching. McGee came back to Chicago. A bunch of other players just came back to Chicago. That was, you know, Logan Paul's got really big with the fan base, despite never actually doing anything. Uh, hey. That's so much for them. I still have my beef with them. You're just like like, my dad. Just like my dad. What I mean is like, you know, everybody put more of a focus on Chicago players. That was the hometown era. And then Panovic came in. Those were the mercenaries. And I think that's what, that's the best way to compare this to then, because both the the Pano era, the mercenary era and this era are very much about like, nobody has stuck around long enough to really make an impact to, you know, really stick with the fan base and like actually like provide something but the difference is is that back then you kind of already you kind of assumed like nico gaetan isn't staying here for more than half a year man he is here to do a job and get out there's a bunch of guys that were signed that came in did a job got out barely even played an entire season that's what that era that that's what the the Schweinsteiger era was built on by just trying to win now, because Nelson uh, was trying to fold the team, so he was trying to win and then get out. Uh, but now, we still have the same issue of, we don't have players that, like, really fully connect, are able to fully connect with the fan base. But also, like, it's not like we signed them to be good either. <laughs> they just, we just have guys show up and they play and then they leave and then we don't know what's going on anymore. We don't have, there's no personality, like, we love Wyatt, we love Chris, but are they interesting people?
0: <laughs> or and it's the fact it's um the longest standing the longest tenured player in fire history right now is Fabian Herbers. And no one would know that.
1: No yeah, nobody notices that. And if you say if and the player that people would say, Marissa Pineda, tell me, can you remember Pineda's voice?
0: No, but I've talked to him. I talked to him exactly. last game I was at. Exactly.
1: So like that—that's the thing. Like we don't have the personalities here. We don't have a bunch of guys who are who want to like go go do something. Shehos is a leader, not a personality. He's just gonna—he—he he does his job.
0: And even we, then, I'm not gonna lie to you. Shihos is like—you—you you have this team that's always that's always been frail, almost like mentally and like giving up leads. I don't know if I've ever seen like She-Hos feels like a dude that shows up, does his job. And that's kind of like, he takes care of his business. But he's not, so this, I, it's hard It's hard to say. And so like, this I've goes seen, back I've seen to... Him, I've seen there too many blown leads with she captain where I'm like, he's got to step up a bit more. And so this but goes back to
1: talking to Dima Kovalenko and, uh, you know, listening to uh, Winalda on his show. There's a train coming by soon. Um, I heard it in the distance. But, you know, the big thing that they mentioned with, like, you know, Stoichkov. Like, you talk, We you've seen what Messi has done to the entire team in Miami where like somehow everyone else is playing better because he's there. I said, it's the same thing with Schweinsteiger. And you know, they were talking about when Storchkov came in and Storchkov at halftime will get in your face and yell at you. You are not friends. You are teammates. You are coworkers. You are trying to get the job done here. You can't be friends. You have to get this done. And I think that the thing that we've done is we built a team of golden retrievers, (laughs) We have built a team of golden retrievers. Uh, there's, there's, there's no, there's no flavor or spice with any of these guys. Like, you know, Jordan Shakiri is not a personality. He's a guy who kind of plays soccer. Fire got uh, a
0: bunch of dudes out here to play. They some just soccer. got a-
1: bunch of dudes i i I used this line in there and i was so proud of myself because i was able to make it make it three things uh sanitized uh or just completely lacking in flavor the past four years of the chicago fire could best be described as boiled chicken in water dry flavorless and likely to give you salmonella anyway because i don't think they cooked it enough (laughs) that is the past four years of the fire that is the that is the post-covid fire Uh, do you disagree with that
0: barely exists at this point.
1: That's what I mean. They have no personality. They don't. The 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 fire itself does not exist. There is a team that goes out and plays every game, but the fire does not exist uh, uh, except for in the hearts of fans. <laughs> you know.
0: And yeah, you you know what I'm thinking about now. What's the thing we always say? Where every game doesn't have to be a microcosm, but yet it this somehow a, feels th- that th- way.
1: That game that. That game has nothing to do with this. This is just something that's developed and something that, like, I see in the rest of the league. But it's, it's hit you is, not. It's just like this is the time to talk about it because nothing happened in that game. So it's like, great, now is a chance for me to talk about this.
0: <laughs> look, look, and you know how I feel about the Fire since since the re, the first rebrand. I, as in terms of like a team that gets pr- results and com- competes in competitions, I do not care in the slightest. I could not care if the Fire win, lose, or draw. I I I still don't want them to win per se in these blue jerseys, like the title. That would be weird. But then again, if it happened, I don't they're think I actually next, even care. The
1: red jerseys are coming
0: back next season. And though, the funny so. thing is, I, we've gotten to the point I don't care about it either. Yeah, I, I thought I would be. I would go back to supporting the team at that point. That's not going to happen. If you like. I feel like. I think I'm just going to put that in the back back of my mind. And i but what I'm saying is, it's easy for me to do that because this seems so irrelevant. I missed so the 2020 so season, and they don't.
1: Well, not even that. Not even. Being irrelevant, but there's nothing fun about them. Elliot Collier, despite everything else about
0: him, it was
1: fun making jokes about Elliot Collier. Do we even have somebody like that now? Do we even have somebody that's so bad that we can have fun about it? No. There is no player that's. I mean, obviously, you know, Elliot Collier was a very unique guy, but like, there we we don't even have that anymore.
0: We, we, don't have, we don't have the same sort of jokes about, like, Herbers. Looks kind of funny. So, no, not like that. Like, he looks like a fun guy, at least. <laughs> he,
1: that's, he, a, like, his, uh, we have, uh, he, he's one of we have smile one and guy, actually.
0: We have one he's, guy, and it's a good uh, segue Kumar. for me, actually. No, no, no. We have one guy that the fan base likes to tweet about a lot, and it's Miguel Navarro. And now we have to talk about Miguel Navarro <laughs> again, because he did the same thing he usually does. And it's commit a terrible foul. Tackling a man on the line of the penalty area I it was is so. Fede Navarro. No, Miguel Navarro. Huh? Oh, Fede Navarro did it in the past. Obviously, this past game was Miguel Navarro. I,
1: I thought I saw something about it was Fede Navarro.
0: I, Fede Navarro's that done that in the past, or uh, maybe it wasn't on the line, but he's done a dumb d- 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 foul. But yeah, Miguel Navarro. That was was it past the was it wasn't inside the box? He, he, he was. I think he was like a looked, step in it, the box. It looked like he was outside the box from where I was sitting. No, no, no. He was. If anything, a step in the box. He was definitely okay. on the line, which is a penalty. Miguel Navarro has gone back to being Miguel Navarro almost again. He's getting there again. And a lot of people turn the corner on Miguel Navarro, but if you look at the, the tweets from the Saturday's game, a lot of people are bashing him again. And, you know, a lot of people love to make jokes about Miguel Navarro. Like, I know the men... Like, people associated with Men in Red and, like, the friends, they love Miguel Navarro, and they love making jokes about, like, he's going to shut down Messi, he's going to score, like, a goal from 50 yards out. And I've been a part of that, because, I like, he's a he's a human being like I've, I've I've interacted with him now like he's younger than i am but his defensive he's a defensive liability again right now
1: yeah i mean that's it's, concerning but like i mean it, it there's just no cohesive personality with this team there is What's no that? cohesive identity that this team has and i think that is the biggest thing that's holding the back uh I, I i quote you know the sun tzu passage about like, you know, know know your enemy and know yourself. And the big thing is, you know, well, if you don't know your your enemy, and you don't know yourself, you are never going to win. <laughs> you, you will you will struggle with battle. And I think the big thing with the fire is that they might know who their enemy is, but they don't know who they are. They don't know who they want to be. And a big part of that is of course, uh, the decisions being made in the front office with uh, you know, not signing the right players. That's, that, that goes all the way back up to heights. And we need to get rid of him at some point. And so I, my dad brought this up this morning. And you know what? It doesn't seem like a terrible idea until you like, actually look at like, the guy's history. But I wrote that in there, and I, think you, and I think you might know what I mean now when I put the name
0: in. What if the next coach, Kristo Stoichkov? My dad would love that, to be fair. My dad loves Stuichove. I know Stuichove. At one point, my dad's favorite audio thing is where at one point Stuichove was talking about the fire. He's like, "Why is this team in blue? This is not the fire. What am What am I looking at?" Um, obviously, you don't hire him as a head coach because I don't think he's actually like a coach. Well, actually, he has involved, he has
1: coaching history. Oh, uh, he okay. coached Bulgaria from two thousand four to two thousand seven. Celta Vigo in two thousand seven. The thing is, is oh. that like he never did well until. He went back to uh Belgi- uh Bulgaria in uh 2012 2013 and he actually won like manager of the season there with uh, I believe it was Litex Lovech. Uh, huh. He was the manager of the season. Then he went to Sofia and uh, CSK Sofia, his old team that he played for. And then he was just like, yeah, no, this uh, the team. He, he lost faith in the troubled club, is what it says on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. And then he just like went into broadcasting. So. I don't know, his last, his last effort was pretty decent. But, uh, I mean, it's... I, th- the thing is is that we need somebody who's going to establish something with this group. A character. A character. We can't bring yeah. in Novak because I'm pretty sure they're still pending legal stuff. Uh, no, I don't <laughs> want
0: Novak in there, to be fair. Because obviously, hey, yeah.
1: he won an MLS Cup. How many other coaches that we have talked about have won MLS Cup?
0: If you... My grandmother had wheels. That's not the right saying.
1: Hey, that's not the right saying because he has won a MLS Cup. It's happened.
0: And I will say, on a similar point, it finally clicked for me when I said it was a shot of CJ was coaching with Thornton on the bench and they're talking about Claw Plus. I'm like, okay, I get it now. The Fire need to bring in a former player to to coach this team. They have to. And I think, oh, God.
1: Did you see CJ's quotes after the game? No. It was beautiful. Oh, Oh, man so cj after the game you know he's talking about like you know how much he loves the club as well because he was asked about that but uh there's two massive quotes that i absolutely like i think these really smash into everything that i wanted want out of this uh okay i don't have the full quote there i'll pull it up from my from the jiggly on tuesday article uh we're getting opportunities, we're getting chances, we're not finishing them. And then we have the lack of concentration, the lack of focus, and to me, I think a little bit is a lack of willingness to suffer and put your body on the line. We can play soccer, we can move the ball to the lines, we can create opportunities, and now we need to learn how to suffer and really put our bodies on the line to win games. And then later on he says, uh, if we hope another team gets us into the playoffs, then we don't earn it, we need to earn it. When talking about like, you know, uh, you know watching results. And I think that is he he knows who this club is, even if like it's a different quote unquote identity, as I've mentioned, like through different eras. There is a still like a main thing, a main beating heart behind this behind the idea of this club that is in the fans now. It is not in the club. It is in the fans. And he wants to try to get it back into the club. And, you know, I and I completely agree with him with the way these. I think he's going at it the same way that I was talking about it, which is that, like, there is no cohesion or, like, willingness to put yourself on the line for the badge. You need to fight for the badge. You know, you got, you had uh, a, a, the the old days, you know, Stoichkov, Kovalenko, and then, you know, the other guys, Novak with uh, Lubos Kubik. Like, these guys went out there with a willingness to fight they went out there to fight and they came back in the locker room and they fought with each other <laughs> and yeah. they were pushing everybody to be as best as they can be. And I do not see that mentality out of this team. I want to see a team that is willing to, to fight and is I- going to yell at each other when something goes wrong. And I mean, you know, people have said things about like, Oh, I guess, uh, I guess Shaqiri and Kamar and Kai don't like each other because Kai was young at Shaqiri. Like, look, I'd rather they yell at each other, especially if they're losing, <laughs> you know?
0: It's, it's hard to be a player like that when you're playing for a club that ultimately is irrelevant from what we've seen, you know? And I, think,
1: and, and I think CJ has the same sort of point of view on that. We need to see these guys actually, you know, being competitive with each other. Because right now, they're just sitting around, you know, collecting a paycheck at this point. Like, I, so, I don't want to be that mean to these guys. But there's there's some some guys on the team that are just collecting a paycheck,
0: or at least are showing up doing their job. But like if the game ends in a two one draw, they're like a two one loss. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, we go again. I did what I did. Um, you've pitched your, your former fire uh, head coach. Shigley, can you read the, the line under Stoichko for me, please?
1: I want to under- No, I want you to say it so so that you can immediately explain why
0: it's Sean Maloney. Sean Maloney is the current coach of Wigan Athletic. He's got experience with the Belgium team as an assistant uh, at Euros and World Cup's high-level tournaments. He's a former fire player, and it would be a lovely redemption arc considering how poorly his time in Chicago went here as a player. It's never going to happen, but he's a former player, and he's a coach, so why not?
1: I don't think we'd be able to pull him away. The, the big reason why, mentioning, why I'm mentioning Stoichkov is because I think he's earned enough money with Telemundo. I think he might want, I, I think that the fire, he cares enough about the fire that, that they could pitch it to him, that they could hand him a bag and he'd say, okay, I'll give it a shot.
0: Counterpoint, there's no way, there's no way Wigan, Wigan is paying Sean Maloney that much money. That is true. So, but I think
1: he's got a better chance of, like, you know, making something happen with his career by going, by, by staying there than Stoichkov just coming out of retirement for a bit to, to coach the fire.
0: Also, to be fair, my Maloney thing is just funny. Like, yeah, yeah you just wanted to funny. Great. Like, I have actual, yeah.
1: like, you know, there's something behind this.
0: It, Chigley, I know who it's going to be. And I think you know who it's going to be. At this point, I don't think it's G- going to Gilly, be chris Armas anymore it's going to be chris Armas. i don't think is, so it is i'm telling ta- it's, it's I'm, not saying, I'm not saying
1: that i'm not saying that they're going to get someone better than chris Armas. i'm just saying i think they might avoid getting chris Armas. i you are giving them too much
0: credit i it just it seems so easy to me where they try i, I think they're obviously pushing marsh really hard and i think yes. they really do want to get marsh but something will go wrong because it's the fire at the end of the day. And maybe it won't even be that they do something wrong. Or maybe Marsh finally realizes, hey, idiot, I'm supposed to be in Europe. I'm going to coach a European team. And they'll do that. And the fire will look at what they have. And they'll have Razov as an, uh, uh, an assistant coach somewhere. And they'll have Josh Wolf's in Austin, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Well, no, Josh, gonna, Wolf,
1: uh, Josh Wolf is probably going to get fired at the end of the probably season. Probably by
0: then. <laughs> but they're going to look at who's available. And they're going to see Chris Somersen and think, yeah, that's going to be easy. And Chris Armis will accept whatever they offer him. And he's just going to get back in the touch. The touch, it, And I'm going to be fuming. And, and then you know what's going to happen, Jiggly? It's going to be the same story. Because this team won't be good with Chris Armis. Because Chris Armis isn't a good head coach. Exactly. Do no, we I, have confirmation, by the way, that George Heights won't get another year, by the way? We have because no we, confirmation why, on anything. Why, why is he still here? We don't know why, anything. Why is he not allowed to? Because I understand the thinking of not letting them sign people, but now you've given up on this season, and you just have a sitting duck now. I do this just getting paid for nothing?
1: Uh, it's uh, the correct term is lame duck.
0: Oh uh, yes, I always can, always mess those up. But I, until yeah, all it's... that happens, I'll finish that thought, and then I'll.
1: No, no, go on.
0: Because I was going to go, else. I was gonna segue to before all that happens, we have the Galaxy game, and I was going to do the score prediction, do the, the do the the conclusion. Or if you got something else for me?
1: I, I think that the biggest thing, wh- which is why Storchkov would be so good, is because we need that passion. We, need so- we, we have Klopas as the passion merchant, obviously, but I think that we need someone with more gravitas. Klopas does not have that gravitas. I'm sorry. We love him. He doesn't have that. You bring in Storchkov. He played under Johan Cruyff. He has coached at an international level and, you know, Bulgaria is not exactly that good of a country, but the only time that they ever played well was when he was playing. So, like, you know, but he's he's played for Barcelona. He has, like, dragged teams into relevance before somehow whenever he's played anywhere else. So, like, he's been around. He has been a massive personality in the Spanish-speaking soccer world. Like, we don't realize it that well, but, like, he does the commentary for for Telemundo for like Liga Mackey's games, for MLS games sometimes. You know, he he is around. Get him, bring him in, and have him bring his love of this team and do something about that. And I think and that's all- that's the biggest thing that the that this team needs right now. We honestly we are past wanting to get a proven winner as a coach. I think we just need someone who loves this club and that's what's going gonna- to make people and is going to get the guys here to love this club.
0: That was going to be my point because usually you know how I am. I, I do not like the idea of former player coaching the team. But the, the, at this point, the fire in a situation, just for the fan base's sake, you got to give it a go. If it, if it fails and there's a new head coach in a year, fair enough. At least you tried it. You got to at least try here.
1: We need, some, we, we need somebody who is going to inject something into
0: this team. Who's going to inject personality. Oh, it's gonna be so much. It's gonna be so funny when the fire have so much personality and so much drive, and then they lose 3-0 because they have no idea what tactics they're playing. I'm completely
1: fine with that. Honestly, <laughs> the thing. No, that's the thing. Because like the fire losing but being a fun team to just look at, that's great to me. Yeah, that is I'd a be, story. Be, I
0: love that. You don't think I wouldn't want to talk to Stoichkov in a post game press conference, bro? That'd be funny as hell. <laughs> First like, question, I, what the hell are you doing back over here, man? you, have, why are you, you have,
1: doing this to yourself? <laughs> you had a, you a wonderful job at Telemundo.
0: <laughs> just imagine the introductory press conference of Chris Armis. It's, un, it's,
1: it's Unimas, though, I'm pretty sure. It's, with, it's Univision.
0: When yeah. they hire Chris Armis, I'm going to go to that first press conference. I'm not even going to ask a question. I'm just going to stare at him the entire time. You will just sit no, there the entire time? N- no staring. laptop, no phone, nothing. Just staring at him. He's like, do you have a question? No.
1: Yeah, because all the other, sure. no, all the yeah. uh, all of the other uh, all all of the other reporters didn't didn't come to that game because you know nobody wants to cover the fire anymore. Like Joe Chads oh, yeah. has to go cover golf or whatever, and so you're just sitting there alone in the room, sta- <laughs> front row seat, right in the center, staring down Armis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> any, no any questions? questions. Just look. You were there. At
1: Somebody that the guy walks up to you with the microphone to ask the question. He just like no.
0: <laughs> just, for some reason, you just see like a single tear go down his eye. <laughs> or uh, or every week, I would just ask him about the Red Bulls Atlanta game. Where as soon yeah. as I get the mic and go, I'm not answering that again. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, you, you do get my point. It was like st- and yeah. that's why
1: I'm down I mean, it. hey, as I said, I would if 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 it wasn't so hard to actually get him Novak. Would be wonderful. He wasn't problematic. Yeah, he was. If he wasn't problematic, it would be a great, a great hire. Yeah, because he loves this team. I was talking to my dad. Like maybe Roman Kosecki. <laughs> oh, uh, cool. Just
0: the, the pull up. Just uh, pick a random number from like one to three sixty five. Whatever random player it lands on, just make them the head coach. Yeah, going to have, gonna have uh, Robert Earnshaw as your next Chicago Fire head coach. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, I think it needs to be a guy from the early days. Oh, obviously, yeah, that's fair. That's like, yeah, that's, that's the era where like these guys really like they, 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 they built who the fire is. So they understand who the fire needs to be. And again, I'm not saying anything bad about Klopas, CJ or Zach. I just think that like, we need someone with the gravitas of it, with the air of like this, this isn't just a fire legend. This is actually a legend, like not just a fire legend. This is someone who is big in the world of soccer. That's fair. You know, Arnold Friedrich would also have been a great, would would, would have been a great choice too. Like not he'd one be, of the old guys, but like he, first of all, solid a coach.
0: Not that he not pro, bad. He'd probably actually be a coach too. Looking
1: looking through the 98
0: roster. Oh no, Jiggly. Yeah, we, no, we're not we, doing we, Armas. We're running close on time, Jiggly. I cannot have you pull up a roster right now. <laughs> what about Tommy Sowen? Oh, my dad! My dad has a picture with him. Good man. Yeah, like
1: oh, I think well. Tom Sowen is one of those guys that like you don't think about very much, but like he's been involved in American soccer for a while, and he's been on his he's, uh, he's he's coached some pretty decent teams okay. too. I, I've looked up <laughs> that's, 1998. that's the one. That's the one guy that I'll I'll, I'll pull out from this list then. Okay, <laughs> All right,
0: real quick before I do the player, I looked up nineteen ninety eight Chicago Fire roster, and, and like the little Google tab pops up with C J Brown, Victor Bazzira, Chris Brady, Brian Gutierrez. Those three were not correct. <laughs> um, let me, let me look too. I'm going to find someone, um, <laughs> Jorge what, are you Campos gonna pull is out Richie Or Jorge Campos is funny. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what Jorge Campos is doing anymore. I think Manny Lagos is oh, coaching. Give me Zach Thornton. I want giant ass Zach Thornton out there. I oh, the see he's, he's on the roster. Uh, upgrade him. Upgrade him. I don't care.
1: I think like, yeah, the 2000, actually the 2000, somebody ran him from the 2000 Chicago Fire, I think would be a better one. Because also there's so many more coaches on that on that team. <laughs> there's so many more like former coaches on that team. I pick Zach I pick Zach Thornton again. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, as and yeah, that's there's Storage Coff there. I, Lubos Kubik is an interesting idea. The thing is, I don't is think that he does any coaching. He doesn't do coaching. But I don't know, man. Just toss him out there. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Just give him a job and see what happens, man. That like we are the way that this team, unless we have a GM that's going to sign good players, then I don't care about if we have a coach that has good strategy because we don't have players anyway. So why not just get someone weird, have some fun with it? Yeah. Great. That's that's let us have fun. Let us have fun. That's 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 that's
0: that's true. I hope for Jiggly's sake they have fun. And give me someone funny to talk to post-game.
1: Yeah. Like it's it's, it's just nothing. There's, there's no identity with this team. There's nothing that we can do.
0: Don't give me Frank Armist. His have name's so not many- Frank Armist. What's his Frank name? Armas. Chris Armist. I'm out of it. I'm-
1: the, the, the horrifying amalgamation of Chris Armis and Frank Globus. No, Chris Armis and Frank Yallop
0: somehow. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've been odd I'm now. jiggly. I'm jiggly. Oh, damn, okay. I just can't go first. I'm sorry. I've been odd on. Don't hire Eat- Chris Armis.
1: <laughs> Eat the rich. Protect trans rights.